Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. Today we have Roberto Anesi, named Best Italian Sommelier of 2017 by the Associazione Italiana Sommelier. Yep. Uh, thank you for taking the time to speak to us. Thank you very much. Thank you for the invitation. So while you are quite famous in Italy for your achievements as a sommelier, you are also the owner of the restaurant El Pael yeah. in the Dolomites in the Val di Fassa in Canazzei. Correct. And you also spend time speaking at events such as the Venetian International Academy Masterclass, which was during the Italian Wine Ambassador course. Can you tell me a little bit about your story and a little bit about your restaurant before I ask you to go into more detail about the masterclass I heard you give? Yeah, okay. Thank you very much for the invitation. First, uh, about me, I am, uh, I am a sommelier. I started my education about uh, 25 years ago with the Associazione Italiana Sommelier. Uh, I became an instructor about 12, 13 years ago, if I'm not wrong. and. Um, this takes me, of course, a lot of time during my spare times when I don't, when I'm not working in my restaurant. Uh, my restaurant is, uh, of course, uh, the most important part of my life because, uh, of course, it takes me a lot of time and uh, of uh, energy because nowadays, you know, running a restaurant is not that easy. And yeah, I live uh, in the mountains in a very important ski resort. I live in Canazzei and here. We have been, uh, you know, running this restaurant, me and my, me and my wife, my family, from the '94. So, this is, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, st- we are still doing that. Okay, no, that's wonderful. It's '94. Wow. Yeah, I was so- a young kid. No, <laughs> you're still young. You're still young. Okay, so my first question then about your restaurant is, what kind of food do you do you serve? <laughs> Uh, we we f- we serve different food. Uh, we we have a little bit of um, food of our tradition, of our origin, because we are a Latin language speaking area. So we speak a minority language, and uh, in this this area is not a, a, an area which has a very important uh, cuisine, because it was a very poor area until. Uh, I would say 40, 50 years ago. And so we haven't built, you know, tradition of very important foods and meals because uh, surviving was the the first goal at the time. So uh, our foods are very rich of uh, calories, a lot of butter. We and uh, most of the dishes are in the past were made for, for example, like the Tyrolese dumplings, Knödel um, in German. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a food that borns because uh, of the, not in order not to have waste or to have leftovers. So in the reuse of the leftovers, so this is correct. And um, we, we, we can grow vegetables because we are too high, 1,500 meters of elevation. And uh, so our cuisine at the time was very poor. Now, nowadays, for example, we use uh, wild meats. Uh, we, we have uh, revisited some typical recipes from the, from the area. And then we also have uh, grilled meats that now are very 
a very very fine search out in our in our restaurant and people come expressly for this uh, selection of grilled meat that we have the Latin peoples they have been around I think since the Roman yep. period so do you know anything about the influence that that period has had on the foods of because it's such a no it's almost nothing uh, we we mm, this valley went through very difficult periods in the past uh, and uh, it was a very very poor uh, area so we we didn't bring uh, a lot of tradition that the, the romans left uh, uh, 2000 more years ago so we they only left the language which uh, actually it's quite fine because it's very sometimes it's very difficult from village to village because the connection between the villages was not that easy at the time so the uh, language has uh, was was you know very limited the spoken language into the village so some words for example i always say, use the example of uh, house which is chaza which is chesa uh, from village to village is very difficult and it's interesting to to go through these uh, differences yeah no it, it is really interesting the the other question that i wanted to ask is in terms of the food and the wine as well do you work closely with your chef to pair the food around the wines that you choose for the wine menu, or do you pair the wines around food? So uh, it depends. Uh, basically, we have uh, some uh, foods, uh, some recipes uh, that uh, the, the chef follows, and of course, uh, I am in charge of uh, finding the good uh, or the better uh, wine pairings. But when we have a special dinner with a special menu which uh, we, we built for the, the guests and with the guests sometimes because they say we want this and that, uh, then of course when, I, when we work together with the chef, uh, we prepare the menu some week, a couple of weeks before and then I try to find the best pairings. Then. Uh, if something for me is, uh, for example, too much or, or sometimes too few, I ask to the chef to, to change a little bit the intensity of uh, uh, the, the aromas or the flavors uh, of that uh, dish to match properly with uh, wines from the area. Okay, so you do more than you know run the restaurant because you're here right now in Verona. And I wanted to actually ask you about, um, I just saw you give a master class and it was really interesting. It was uh, the Venitoli International Academy master class today, which was part of the Italian Wine Ambassador course. And I wanted to ask you about the presentation you gave, the essence of the Dolomites. So do you want to give me a very quick idea of the essence of the Dolomites? Obviously it was a really long master class, so just what is your... Well, first of all, I think it was very funny because uh, the attendees, they were very, uh, all, all very high level skilled. So they're very mm, used in drinking wines and uh, evaluating qualities of wine and uh, with a wide experience of, on the varieties, for example. We have uh, tasted uh, eight different samples uh, with eight different varieties. Uh, some were very, uh, typical and uh, indigenous of the territory, some others were more international. And uh, I think that uh, we, we had the possibility of discovering um, the 
great character of the Trentino wines through these varieties because uh, Trentino is a very small region which has a great potential and uh, it's a very green region. Uh, the production of uh, is very sustainable and uh, we have uh, uh, the altitude and the mountains uh, that um, give a print to, to the wines that we make. So the, the, the territory is uh, standing out in every glass you drink uh, when you drink wines from Trentino because freshness, savoriness, minerality, they are always uh, acting very powerful in, in the nose and uh, in the, on the palate. So my next question is that most people have been focusing on native grape varieties in Italy. But this area in the north has a lot of international varieties as well. So how do they express themselves in northern Italy, the international varieties? I think they have a, an elegant expression. If I should choose one single word, I would choose elegant because, uh, because uh, as, we, as I just finished to, to introduce, the, the elements that uh, characterize the production in Trentino are this uh, high acidity. So very often, to, for example, uh, we, we have tasted a very nice Merlot and the, the people were surprised by the elegance of this wine and uh, the ripeness at the same time connected to the very high acidity that the wine had. So uh, the international attendees uh, we had, they, they were very, very impressed by this a balance between uh, the smoothness, uh, the roundness, uh, the thickness that Merlot has with uh, the high acidity that Trentino wines provides. And, and I guess my next question is, what is your favorite wine to pair with your favorite food? Well, since I live in Trentino, I am a great fan of the sparkling wines from the of the uh, great sparkling wines that we produce in Trentino. So very often I like pairing uh, sparkling wines uh, in uh, in an unordinary way. I mean, uh, I like, for example, very much pairing uh, Trento Doc Rosé with uh, grilled meat or with uh, pizza, for example. And uh, I, I always uh, try to think, you know, out of the box and uh, I avoid these classical food pairings, which is beer and, and pizza or uh, white and fish. So very often I like to drink light body red wines uh, like Pinot Noir or some Marzeminos with uh, fish cooked in oven where you get a little bit of, uh, you know, the oiliness from this uh, cooking in oven. Or I like, for example, to pair white wines with generous structure to some uh, pastas for, or some risotto where you get uh, people, maybe people automatically think to, to pair red wines. So I like, for example, I like rosé very much. I find rosé very versatile, very modern, high acidity, low alcohol, good prices, why not? Because this is something we always take into consideration when we choose wine, when we pair wine. Uh, when you pair a good wine for a good price, then you are, you know, win-win. Actually, I'm going to change the subject slightly because I just thought of something I read about you um, recently. You're going to be giving a talk soon about the climate change and its effects on the wine region. 
Do you have any thoughts on that that you can share with us now? Yes, no, I, I also wrote something last year for, for a magazine about the, the climate change. And I think that um, Trentino is a very, uh, by this point of view, Trentino is a region which is sleeps, you know, safe and, and quiet in, uh, in, in terms of uh, global warming because we have this altitude that are crucial and very important for providing very important excursion of temperature. Uh, of course, the, the, the global warming or this uh, climate change uh, has, we see the effects uh, even in Trentino, but uh, uh, we always have this high altitude we can we can account and we can use i mean in terms of providing very important excursion of temperature so i think that uh, this territory is uh, a territory with that has a lot to say or will will have will have a lot to say in the future because of uh, this uh, very important and uh, special environment that we have in this territory in Trentino. And, and so it's changing the, the wines, like the, the expressions? Yes, but not always in a negative way, because uh, sometimes uh, in Trentino was very difficult to, or they were struggling to reach, you know, good ripening, uh, uh, for example, for some late harvest varieties. Nowadays, uh, they can do it. And uh, at the same time, if you, if you go higher in the vineyards, uh, you can uh, pick up uh, or harvest the grapes not too uh, early, as for example, it happens somewhere else in Italy because, uh, because uh, they don't have this altitude they, ca they can use. Uh, and uh, in Trentino, for example, the vintage 2021 now, uh, maybe will be a regular vintage because the flowering started quite late and uh, maybe we will for example also for the sparkling wine production we will harvest at the end of august or maybe in the first 10 days of september so very regular by this point of view even though if everyone speaks about global uh, global warming climate change in trentino i think we have uh, a lot of uh, we are, we are very lucky by that point of view. Mm. Okay, well that's amazing. And I, I wanted to just uh, finish off this, uh, this discussion by asking you about where, uh, you know, where are you going from here? Have you made any plans for the next year? Anything exciting? But, uh, okay, um, I think that one of my plans is to, to grow my, my experience uh, or my my possibility of teaching in the wine courses for the Italian Sommelier Association, which is uh, for me one of the very important elements I always take uh, or I always uh, uh, try to do as best as I can. And then uh, I, I teach, for example, in the first, second level courses. Uh, I don't have any lecture in the third level. So this is one of my goals for the next years. And then, uh, of course, I have the privilege and uh, the possibility of speaking very often about uh, wines from Trentino, sparkling wines from Trentino, representing my territory around uh, the, not only in Italy, but also abroad, uh, in, um, out of Italy, in Europe, or also um, uh, away. And uh, this is something that I like very much 
because uh, I, I try to visit, of course, a lot of producers and uh, bringing this exper experience to, to the attendees is always uh, uh, absolutely um, great to me. I, I like it very much, uh, uh, telling the story of my territory, the people living in the territory, the tradition, uh, the gastronomy, uh, that makes me you know, very happy. So my goal is to, in, in, for the next years, um, is this, to grow in my uh, sommelier association and to be always uh, able to represent as best as I can the, the Trentino production. Well, uh, on that note, how, how can people find you, like your restaurant, or do, are you on social media? Absolutely, I am. <laughs> um, I, I, I use a lot of, of course, uh, my, my social media on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, I have my, my personal page, which is Roberto Anesi, and uh, everyone can find me there. And uh, I try to have a lot of interaction with the people because I like, you know, to share comments and to, to hear others' persons' uh, thoughts about what I'm, for example, publishing or tasting. So I like the, the interaction through the social media and uh, I think it's very positive for many reasons. After a very long period that we have to stay closed because of the COVID now, we have started finally our summer season because in the mountains we work four months in the summer, four months in the winter. And uh, finally, yes, we have started. So I try also to, to give to my restaurants page a little bit of visibility and my restaurant is elpaella.com is the website so it's easy to find wonderful okay i well i appreciate you taking the time to speak to us and it's been a pleasure so you heard it here roberto anesi and he just gave us so much more about his life so i appreciate it so much and i hope you have a fantastic day thank you very much uh, thank you very much for the invitation ciao Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.